Coming to you from Keiko Studios, it's The Balcony Show with Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, Mike Roy, Donna Gallucci, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. in far away places, sing with love and good vibes. Just keep an eye out for just what's coming. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Balcony Show, your number one source of independent music. Number Hi one. Guys. Number one. Number one. Numero uno. Sure. Number one. On today's show, we are going to be featuring Kickstand Jenny. Can't wait for you to hear their music. It is about rock. Kickstand Jenny. I Love wonder that. how they came up with that I don't name. Know. It's an interesting mm. name. I would mm. like to know, too. We'll Seriously. have to ask them. We'll, we'll ask them. We'll ask. Will we get an answer? Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Uh, you know I mean, but I first. Guess, yeah, I guess, you know, uh, we'll figure it out then. But, yeah. Hi, Mad Cat. Would you rather? Yeah. <laughs> would you rather swing on a star? <laughs> carry moonbeams home in a jar. And be better off than you are. Or would you rather get on with the show? Well, here it is, Mike. Here we go. Finally. Yes, 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 yes. That leads us Back into, to this one. Yep. All right, so uh, I'll start this one off, Mike. Uh, uh, what, uh, would you rather, uh, number one, uh, would you rather uh, have to shout hooray every time you hear your name or do five jumping jacks whenever you see a baby? Um, This is easy for me. I mean, <laughs> I'll shout hooray. I mean, I you know, I got that little bit of my ego. You know what I mean? I hear my name, I'll shout hooray. Yeah, I'm definitely all about shouting. Yeah. So hooray's got it for me. Yeah. Especially since I'm a caregiver for a little seven month old, <laughs> I'd be doing jumping jacks oh. all day long. <laughs> they don't tell I don't how, think so. I guess show, you know, hooray in, hi. Hooray, the honey. hoorays <laughs> have it. The hoorays have it. There we go. That's what's up. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you rather uh, number two? I would always rather number two. You might tell you what. All right. So, um, God. Would oh. you rather? <laughs> well, you can't say it like. You know, would you rather number two? I mean, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, would you rather uh, have the power to erase your memories or someone else's memories? Ah, uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy! I mean, this you know. That's a tough one. Uh, so, like, erase selective memories, or just give yourself a complete and utter memory wipe. That's all they gave me was the power to erase your memories. So I'm guessing it's, I guess, I guess you could. Memories. Well, That's I would never want to Like you could do it, you could my erase memories. yours or you erase theirs. Let's say any memory. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 um, that's like a tough one because some things yeah. that you went through, you would rather not remember, but yet they make you who you are today. Yeah, I'd always erase everybody else's memories around me. Uh, yeah, so for, I mean, for for myself, I mean, I, I I don't know. Wait, man, that's tough. I mean, there's plenty of people that after the life I've lived, I mean, had like to pluck some memories that you know out of their heads just to. Okay, so if I could pick, I would pluck mo- memories from other people. That's I mean, my I, guess. I, yeah. I I think I think the same. I because I mean, again, you know, it's. Uh, I don't like the idea of somebody I, taking something. <laughs> yeah, you need your all memories. your memories very are very important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you it's, know, they make you who you are. But it's weird. It's I mean, it, it, you, it's 
just too much of a metaphysical thing that you've you've put in this question, Anne. <laughs> it's too deep. Too deep. It's too deep. Too deep. Let's move along. You got me all messed up now. Uh, all right. Would you rather number three? What exactly is three? Hmm. Um, move both at the same time. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> uh, would you rather? Would you rather every shirt you ever wear be kind of itchy, or only be able to use one ply toilet paper? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I I'll take the itchy shirts. No, I'm going to use the one ply because I'm going to roll like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Always... I can't be itchy like yeah, that. No, no I'll take way. the. Paper. I don't know, you man. know what? I'll, I'll have to figure I'll, out a way to use my, that toilet paper the right way. <laughs> my hand will look like I got a sheep on it, but I don't care. I'll yeah. roll. <laughs> I need, you know, I, my toilet paper is going to be like fucking newspaper. This shit freaks me out, man. <laughs> like when you go, when you, know, you go out to these places, and it's like you know, I I really try to avoid. You know, dropping a deuce out in the freaking public world. The airport. <laughs> but it's like. We're back there again. You, yeah. you tell me and then we're back But it's there. like, you know, it's, it's, you get to these places where the ply is so thin. I'm like, what are they thinking with this yeah. stuff? Money, like, I'm money, out in the money. World, you know what I mean? Yeah. And here's money. the other thing. I don't understand why this is a thing. Then you got to do the spinning wheel. They thing. say there's a regulation, <laughs> but why the hell do they put. I don't know if they do this for you ladies in your in your rooms, okay, in your public restrooms. But it seems like you got the handicap bar right here, which is about shoulder level about to where you sit, okay? But then they put the toilet paper dispenser about freaking <laughs> 12 to 14 inches off the floor. And you're on a 17-inch freaking bowl, okay? <laughs> You got to be a freaking contortionist to try to get this stuff out of there. And you can't just go pull up a freaking thing. You know what? It's so fine. It you rips. Need, when you, is that when a, you walk in, is, you need to assess the situation. Is that called you know a what stall I mean? grope? But sometimes, sometimes you like, just don't where's have Where's the toilet paper? Yeah. How high oh am God. I off the, you know? It's like, are they expecting <laughs> little people to come in there? I don't know. Stall and then get grope. all your paper before you yeah. sit out. I don't know. It's crazy. You're groping for, for the, the one ply. Like, I'm not that flexible anymore. When it's down, I get mad, dude. I get mad. I'm like... Or if it's empty. I used, oh, my God. Oh, That's what I mean worst. about assessing the situation oh, no. when yeah. you walk in. No, no, no. You know what I don't like? I don't like those fake rollers. The ones that aren't really rollers that oh. don't roll all the way around. Yeah. That just go like yeah. they, yeah. they rock oh, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. I don't want to be... Yeah, because it always breaks off inside, and you got to be like, it's sticking your yeah, hand up there. You know yeah, you know what? It bothers yeah. it, it, it. It ruins my spin mojo. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I can't wrap it around my hand. Right. You know what I mean? I got to undo it. You know what I mean? It's like they Damn. make it work. That's why, you know what? Wow, boy, that... Women carry them. That's why you carry them. them that, became, that became a yeah. thing. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the end of the would you rather's and uh, would you rather get on with the rest of the show? the show as as Mike would say. Okay, so our first song tonight is going to be from Voodoo Moonshine, and they are another band that's Ooh. kicking up. They're, yes, they're kicking up some uh, heat, man. Um, Locked and loaded is the name of the song. Take a listen, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show.
folks, you are listening to The Balcony Show. Uh, right now, we have the first song from tonight's interviewee. The song is called One More Day by Kickstand Jenny. So give it a listen, and when you get back, we are going to have Preston on the line. So give it a listen, and here we go.
everybody. Welcome back to the Balcony Show. And we are very excited because we have Preston from Kickstand Jenny on the phone with us. Hi, Preston. Hey, how's it going? Dude, you have a brand new EP out, Between the Lines. How does that yes. feel? Well, you know what? The, the hard part's behind us. So now it's now it's fun. Uh, it feels good. We're excited. We're very, very excited about what we've um, accomplished. It's a three-year journey to get to this point. So uh, let the fun begin. That's that's kind of where we're at right now. And you got signed to Spectra Records too. How cool is that? Yeah, that was a that was pretty uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> it's kind of the um, I don't know. I don't know how it happened, why it happened, but <laughs> we're glad it happened. <laughs> so this uh, they, this EP has a lot of momentum behind it. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? And yes. and yes, I can. Yes totally understand why um the first song that we played from this ep is wait one more day yes and well that song tell us a little bit about one more day okay um that was actually one of the first ones that was written so when when this album was written it was kind of a concept album um it kind of it plays like you're like you're in a relationship, you know. The um, it starts to love it or leave it, and standing in the doorway and solo all the way down to one more day. So it actually it's it's written about the music. Uh, I wrote the album during the pandemic, and, and you know we weren't allowed to play live, so I'm like, let's write about that. You know what I mean? And so it's actually about the music. So one more day is kind of I kind of played it all out in my head, like you know. If I left it behind, uh, I would miss it. And then so when you leave it into track, that's track six. One more day is kind of like, man, if I could just have one more day with it. You know what I mean? So it but it plays out like it's in a like you're a relationship. So that's what that song is about. It's kind of like the death uh, okay. of music and, you know, and wanting, wanting it back. So I don't know if that explains it well, but that's kind of where my head was when when I wrote that one. So the track that are the the next track that our listeners are going to hear is never going to let you go. And it, this has more of a ballad feeling to it. And that's one of the reasons that I picked it to show just how diverse this, your group is. Yes. And that's kind of by design. We're all fans of different music. I love all kinds of genres and you know, you're told early on, don't, don't stray too far from, you know, the center of the road. And I can't help it, you know what I mean? Because I like all kinds of music. Jeez, man. And, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm a sucker for a rock ballad. I've always, oh, you know, yeah. my, one of my favorite bands of all time is Van Halen. But I, I always really liked the ballads they would do, like with Sammy, you know. And even though they're, you know, originally were considered a metal band and, and or hard rock, man, I love the rock ballads. And then they kind of spawned all these you know, hair metal bands in the eighties and, and doing all these rock ballads was kind of my favorite. So, so I think that's where the, you know, the inspiration for that song came about. I just love a good rock ballad. I agree. We don't have, we don't have enough of them these days. I know we don't. It's like a lost art. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, and Mark, uh, Mark Slaughter, you know, he's on the album uh, doing one of the songs. They're a metal band, but his, you know, his biggest hit was their ballad. Yeah, Fly you know? the Angels. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's like it's a no-brainer that you gotta throw at least one on there. So how did how did how did you end up 
getting Scott to be your vocals for for the band, and how did that happen? I, I tell you, and I must be the luckiest guy. I don't know what I did in my previous life, but things just kind of fall fall together. Not all the time, but this is one of those situations. So uh, we had actually played with L.A. Guns. They got their original singer back, and we did some stuff with them. And you know they were not they were they were cool guys. They were just you know some people are just a little harder to get along with. And so, (laughs) you know, this is one of those situations where, you know, you just keep your distance. And so when I'm doing this, actually, when I was doing this album, I was just going to do a demo with, um, with Chas Sanford. He's, he, this guy's done it all. He's written all kinds of number one hits. He's, he's worked with Stephen Nicks, Chicago and all these big bands and just an ultimate producer. And, um, He's a buddy of mine. So I called him up. I'm like, I just want to do this demo. We'll just try to do like a, you know, some kind of deal, a licensing deal or whatever. So I called around and, and, you know, got some people to do some songs. And then I got a hold of Scott. And the way I found him was he was a previous singer for LA Guns. I'm like, okay, well, so I was a little nervous, you know, calling him thinking, oh boy, here we go, you know. But I did it anyway. And he was super cool. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll do a song. So, he did a song and then Chaz, we're in the studio, you know, trying to mix it all together. Um, Chaz is like, dude, I've been doing this for 40 years and whatever, how long it's been. He's like, this is, this is the guy you need in the band. So he's like, go home and call him tonight. So I did, I called him up and they just told him what we were doing. And he's like, well, just send me what you got. And I sent him you know, four or five songs. He called me the next day. He said, yeah, I, I, I want to do this. I want to be in this band. He's like, you called me at the right time. I just moved from L.A., and this is great. So that's how it happened. It was just kind of fell into my lap in a way. So His his vocals are stellar. I mean. Oh, dude. I, He's so I, good. <laughs> especially on this ballad. So I am going to take a moment here and let our listeners okay. hear this fantastic song, Never Gonna Let You okay. Go by Kickstand Jenny. Remember that name. We'll be right back. Driving down this lonely highway Haven't seen a sign of love for miles Seems it's always cold on Friday Remembering when you drive me wild Places we've been I'm never gonna let you 
You're listening to The Balcony Show, and we have Preston from Kickstand Jenny on the line. So, Preston, uh, let her, or tell our listeners, um, you know, what do you got coming up? Are you guys going to be playing out, touring, gigging? Yeah, so that's where we're, that's where we're at right now. And I got to tell you, you know, we're, after we signed to Spectre, I'm a very impatient guy. And these guys just kind of, they've got everything under control which is not my cup of tea, but I just kind of go with the flow. So it's looking like now we're doing the um, radio push, we're doing the streaming push, and then we're going to start doing some touring, which is kind of the opposite of the way it used to be. You know, you'd release an album and tour right, and then promote it. You know, it's kind of the opposite, but that's just the way it is nowadays. It is crazy so how like just, the landscape of all that stuff has really changed over the years, hasn't it? Oh yeah, it's weird. I, you know, and I still hate social media, but I have to post stuff. All, you know, three oh, yeah. times a week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good the lord! I hate social it. media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you know, people are like, yeah, yeah. you got to get on TikTok and dance. Oh, no, I'm not no do that. thanks. <laughs> I'll draw the line there. <laughs> oh man. Hey, but Preston. You know, they have. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, hey, um, this is Mike. Um, I had a question hey, for Mike. you. So, is the band based down in Florida or? We are in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Santa Rosa Beach, we, Florida. All right. I grew up in Jupiter, Florida. Okay, cool. Fun. So you know where so, we're at. We're in between Destin and Panama City, yeah. which is a great place to play live music because the demand is so high, especially really? during tour season. 
Oh yeah, every about every little. I'm, I live on a highway called 30A, and it kind of just goes. It kind of hugs the coast. Yeah, right along from Santa Rosa all the way to almost Panama City Beach. Oh wow! And almost every play venue, or almost every restaurant or bar has a has live music. music. Yeah, see, I grew yeah. up in the southeast coast, and um, I mean, back in the day, it was just all just Fort Lauderdale, Miami was always popping, and so many rock clubs and stuff like that. Um. So people are very receptive. Are they receptive more to like bands that play like cover tunes or are they more receptive to original bands? Like how is it these days down there in Florida? You know, that's an excellent question, Mike. So I was in an original band for years in Tennessee where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just, you couldn't get gigs playing original. You just couldn't. They Back then they wanted Leonard Skinner, ZZ mm, Top, you know, yeah. and I love all that stuff. But, you know, I've been hearing it my whole life, you know, so when I moved to Florida and started a band, my thing was, well, let's do a cover band, you know, because that's what you have to do. And I found out pretty quick, this area is actually pretty cool. They're pretty receptive. In fact, they have the first year I moved here, we went to this and that's how I met Chad Sanford, actually Mm. the the, uh, producer. He, um, they do a songwriters fest every year down here. And thousands of people come and it's just so cool. <laughs> and they set up these little, you know, these little venues and, and all these songwriters will come in and play, but they'll have like, they had cheap trick a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. Um, who do they have this year? They always have big acts too. And yeah. You just buy a band and you go to any, you can bounce around and just bar hop and listen to some cool, it's all original music. It's, it's, uh, well, that's great. So yeah, so that was an eye opener and that kind of changed my perspective of you know i don't yeah. want to be in a cover band i just if right. you're gonna do <laughs> yeah, it you yeah to, you know, <laughs> you're like, i want to work and i want to play yeah, yeah yeah all right preston well we're gonna finish tonight with one of my favorite songs on this ep which is death trap this is the one that we yeah. grabbed you from reverb nation and um, okay it it is just out and out rock and roll love this song can't say enough good about it totally yeah, caught my it's a fun song it's just a fun song is right. So you want to set this up for us real quick and then. Yeah. We're gonna... Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know if you want me to keep talking. I tend to over talk. <laughs> so death trap is. So the cool thing about this, you know, again, going back to writing this album, the death trap, the way the song ends is, you know, with the gunshot and that's kind of ending it all, you know, not literally, but, um, after meeting Scott, that's when we decided to add to it. And that's what we had the, kind of the rise from the Phoenix songs, the last two, mm. but, um, death trap was originally inspired by, Oh, I'm getting secrets out. I have this friend and I love this guy, but his wife is so daggone mean to him. And tears <laughs> oh him a new one. And I asked him one day, I'm like, why don't you leave her? Cause he, he just takes it, just kind of looks and kind of gives you that sideways grant. He's like, cause she'll take half my money. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so that was the inspiration of that song. You know, you're my death trap. So, um, love the guys, but uh, so that's what that song is about. Mm. It's about so cool. being in that toxic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Preston. Thank you for spending some time with us on the show. I can't no, wait to see where this band goes for sure. Um, thank with you. That, I'm going to. Say goodnight to you. And we're going to hear the song Death Trap from Kickstand Jenny. Go go to their website, download their music, 
you're going to want to follow this band because I guarantee you, you're going to start seeing them out and about in some bigger venues, hopefully on the East Coast. Mad Tracks, we have yet another Reverb Nation selectee. The song is called 96 by Sin of Saints. So give it a listen, and here we go.
Destiny Shop. And now it's time for Indie Radar with Bo Summer. Hey, it's Bo, and this week's Indie Radar, I'm going to give you some tips on how to post with purpose, specifically to Instagram. So there's a lot of competition on any platform you're going to be on, social media, streaming music, etc., etc. So here's a couple tips to keep in mind when you're posting on Instagram. So I'm sure that we've all spent a zillion hours looking at reels. So those are the video clips, and sometimes there's some music in the background. A lot of them are very funny, creative. So I'd say go for it and get creative with what you've got out there. Um, there's a lot of templates you can use. But when you use reels, reels are really um, meant to be content to attract new followers. So you definitely want to get creative and you want to include maybe your own music to use in the background of of some real videos on Instagram because you want to drive fans. You want to drive maybe new fans to your Instagram account. The other thing is to keep in mind stories. Stories are for building your community and making sales or getting people interested in your music and perhaps creating a community and building a fan base. And of course, we've also, um, I think, have all posted carousels and where you're uploading a bunch of different pictures in, in one setting. And carousels are great for nurturing and educating your audience. So that's an opportune time or uh, an option for you to use carousels, maybe do behind the scenes at the studio, behind the scenes at a show, um, maybe posting a bunch of pictures of your bandmates and creating a little bio or a little uh, biopic about each person that's in the band and letting your audience get to know everybody. So just some ideas to keep in mind when you are posting with purpose to Instagram. And I will see you next week on next week's Indie Radar. Welcome to another edition of Mike's Music Box. Inside, you're going to hear some stories of the macabre, the paranormal, and the strange. So stay tuned, if you dare. Welcome to the next edition of Mike's Music Box. Tonight we're going to tell a few stories about a particular band that is no stranger to the paranormal or macabre, and that's Black Sabbath. While it's not uncommon for people to be hanging around different recording sessions for bands while they're in the studio, Black Sabbath had a surprise visitor, they said, during the recording of Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. And on the reunion CD liner notes... Tony Iommi recalled their sessions at Clearwater Castle in Wales, explaining that the band spotted a special visitor one night. We rehearsed in the armory there, and one night I was walking down the corridor with Ozzy. We saw this figure in a black cloak. I said, who's that? And Ozzy said, I don't know. We followed this figure back into the armory, and there was absolutely no one there. Whoever it was had disappeared into thin air. Iomi recalled. Tony Iomi says that the people who owned the castle were all well aware about the ghost, which was a surprise to the band. They did have some fun with their encounter, though. We spent the rest of the time trying to frighten each other by rigging up all these devices all over the castle. And in the end, we all we ended up being was petrified, and we had to drive home every night rather than stay there. And that basically defeated the object of the whole prank pulling. Second part of the story comes from Black Sabbath's bassist, Geezer Butler. 
Well, Black Sabbath's lyrical content has taken a trip to the dark side in the past. But Geezer Butler revealed that his fascination with Satanism once took a scary turn that left him a little frightened to dig further. In the liner notes again on Sabbath's reunion CD, the bassist recalls that he'd been reading a weekly magazine called Man, Myth, and Magic that delved into the topic of Satan. He was reading books also by Aleister Crowley and Dennis Wheatley and had really started to immerse himself in the ideas of Satanism. I'd move into this flat that I'd painted black with inverted crosses everywhere, Butler says. He recalls Ozzy gave me the 16th century book about magic that he'd stolen from somewhere. I put it in the airing cupboard because I wasn't sure about it. Late that night, I woke up and saw this black shadow at the end of the bed. It was a horrible presence that frightened the life out of me. I ran to the airing cupboard and threw the book out, and then the book disappeared. After that, I gave up on all that stuff. It scared me shitless. So that concludes a few stories here from Black Sabbath and some of their dealings with the dark side. Hope you guys had a good time listening. Stay tuned for more here at the balcony, and I'll catch up with you next episode. It's time for the spotlight portion of our show, where we showcase new singles from returning guests, and your host is Donna Franken Galucci. Everybody, <laughs> here we are again at Spotlight. Thanks hey, for joining you us. Little Spaghetto. <laughs> Spaghetto. <laughs> My new name now, Spaghetto. <laughs> and you have to listen to the whole show to know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> today on Spotlight, we have a brand new song by Constantine Maroulis. This guy is killing He's amazing. It. The song is called Daydream, but this guy. He is everywhere. What a busy guy. He, well, as everyone knows, he was a finalist on American Idol, right? The fourth season back in 2005, I think. He's a Tony nominee for his role in Rock of Ages, leading actor role. He starred in, the ti- starred in uh, Broadway's Jekyll and Hyde title role. Lead singer in the band Foreigner's Journey. I mean, I can go on and on. Um, this guy but now is everywhere. He's- now he's, uh, it's an off-Broadway. Um, he's starring in a brand new musical, uh, Rock and Roll Man, at New World Stages in New York City. And it's getting really good and reviews. it just opened last week, I think. Yeah, it's yes, getting really getting good reviews. Great so. reviews. Yep. So if you're in the New York area, please go see Constantine, and you will not be disappointed. Um, he's got a great new single. And according to Constantine, it's meant to inspire and empower the listener. So it's called Daydream. It's a great song. And actually, he will continue to release new music throughout this year. So as well as perform live. So check him out. If you can, go to his website, go to his Facebook page and listen to his music and support him because he is just a a great, great performer and a great guy. So here we go. Daydream by Constantine Maroulis. Hey, pretty lady, where did you come from? Must have fallen from the heavens when the angels beat their drums. Babu got it, a heart and soul to match. Not an inch on your body that my body would not scratch. When I close 
show your number one source for independent music and we have come to the end of another great show this is the end (laughs) thank you to preston from kickstand jenny can't wait to see what this band goes and what they do uh they're going to be on tour so uh watch their website kickstandjenny.com yeah you know what very yeah there was a really great interview yeah great music preston you were a lot of fun to talk to yes Great for music. our listeners out there, I mean, they got a lot of legacy names involved with what they do as inspirations mm-hmm. or people, you know, adding their, their their bite to things. That's really awesome. Yeah. So this is definitely a band to watch for the future, for sure. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, Mike Roy, yes. what do you got coming up? You got any singles being released? Uh, yeah, we're actually recording our newest single right now um, called Halo. And that should be out pretty soon. And I'm sure I will you know, be obviously check. giving it to you when it's finished. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. It'll be just in, in time, which I'll talk about later, but it'll be just in time for uh, hopefully some of our summer shows. So Awesome. Nice. Super yeah. cool. All right. With that, uh, got anything, Mad Cat? I got nothing. Come on. Donna, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. With that, I'm going to tell you good night, everybody. From the Balcony Show, and we're going to end things tonight with the song Dirty Sweet by Ten Ton Mojo. Take a listen. Ten Ton Mojo. Mm-hmm.